How do you deal with a shady guy? That's what we're gonna talk about on this episode of Wonderful Life. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't wanna be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. I know there are women out there who prefer singleness and they say like, I don't want a man, but I've never felt that way. I want a man. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40 and that never happened for me. And for a long time, it was really a source of sadness for me because part of my definition of a fulfilled life includes being a wife and a mother. But I got to the point where I said, well, the singleness doesn't seem to be changing and I just wanna be happy. And so I figured I needed to make peace with my singleness and that's what wonderful life is about. It's not about giving up or just resigning yourself like, well, I guess this is what it is. And it's not about hating men or saying, I don't even want anyone. It's not about a sour grapes approach where you say, I don't want it anyway. It's about creating a life where you're happy and content and you're enjoying it because that is what will attract your Mr. Right. But frankly, even if he never shows up, you're okay because you're happy. Okay, one of my girlfriends recently had an experience and I want to share it with you because I think it's a great teaching moment for all of us. So she lives in an apartment complex and um, a guy had moved in in her building. And he, you know, he was really cute and he started like flirting with her and she kind of flirted back a little bit because she was like, you know, he's really cute and he has a good job. And he had said that he was in her town working, um, you know, like he, his home base is somewhere else, but he was in town working on a long-term contract or something. So that's why he had an apartment. But something that was like kind of nagging at her was that when he was moving in, he saw a woman helping him. Um, but he wasn't wearing a wedding ring and he, and she wasn't seeing the woman anywhere. She only saw him like all the time. And so she started like, I don't know, was that like his sister or a friend? You know, who knows? Well, eventually, of course, he asked her out. And thank goodness, she asked him, she said, are you married? And he said, oh, I'm separated. Okay, now stop right there. Now, this can be a clue that you're dealing with a shady guy because shady guys really play semantics and they will split hairs with you. So I'm sure when he said, I'm separated, he would justify that in his mind by saying, well, it's true. My wife and I live in separate locations because I'm here for work. And on my taxes, I file that I'm maintaining a separate household. So in his mind, I'm sure he would say, well, yeah, I mean, we live separately. So we're living in separate places. Okay, but obviously to my friend who was asking, are you married? And he said, I'm separated then that is indicating that he is separated probably on the way to a divorce. So she asked him, okay, when is your divorce gonna be final? And he goes, um, oh, uh, I don't know. Okay, now, in the state where my friend lives, and then also in the state where this guy is from, the two states have very similar divorce laws. And those laws 
stipulate that you're separated for a certain length of time. And then after that separation, you can file for a divorce, which could take another three to six months for you to get that. But you have to be physically separated, living completely apart. Like you can't even Christmas Eve, if, if one person spends the night at the others for Christmas morning for the kids, that restarts the clock. In both of these states, there's no such thing as legally separated. In both of these states, the law sees you as either you are married or you are not married. So anyone who's going through a divorce process in one of these two states, when you ask them, when will your divorce be final, they can normally tell you, like if I've been separated for three months, they might say, well, it'll be final in about nine months. Now, it actually, even then, the divorce won't be final. What that means is that in nine months, you can file. But anyone who's in that process knows exactly when it's gonna be. So this, uh, I don't know, that was red flag number two. My, I don't date married men, and my friend doesn't date married men either. And she just looked at him and said, you know what, um, when your divorce is final, you can let me know and, and you know, we can go out then. And he was like, oh, uh, okay. And then maybe a month or so later, she said she was, you know, walking in, uh, you know, walking down the hallway or whatever. And he goes, hey, you wanna come in for a drink? And she was like, no thanks, and kept it moving. I was like, go girl. But he continued to really flirt with her and kind of mislead her. Well, then one day, again, she's walking down the hallway and she sees a woman coming out of his apartment and it kind of almost runs into her and it says, oh, you must be, you know, so-and-so's wife. And the woman says, yes, I am. I'm, I'm so-and-so, you know, I'm Suzanne. Good to meet you. And sticks her hand out. My friend goes, oh, okay, yeah, good to meet you too. Um, very pleasant and whatnot. So then, of course, my friend had the wife's full name and went and found her on Facebook because you know how we are. I mean, truly, the U.S. government could disband every single intelligence agency and just hire about 25 women because we could find out anything you needed to know on anybody in about 48 hours. Well, all over this woman's Facebook, it's all about, I love my wonderful husband. Oh, I miss him so much. Oh, he's so great. Oh, I just went to visit him. Now, you know, you don't ever know what happens behind closed doors, but all over her Facebook page, it, it is not a woman who is separated. Okay, now for me, I spent a lot of years when I was younger, when I'd get those red flags, a lot of times I'd ignore them. I was a red flag collector, as Steve Harvey says. And I, you know, it wasn't because I was bad. I mean, it wasn't because like, oh, you're married, great, that works for me. No, it was because I wanted to find someone. I wanted to have a husband and, and a family. And so I just wanted to believe that this was it and this would work out and maybe my my Boaz would just sort of land in my, you know, be the guy next door, so to speak. And so had that been me in that situation years ago, as soon as he said, well, I'm separated, I would have been like, oh, okay. You know, and probably, and would have just taken him at his word. And then I would have just kind of like given him the benefit of the doubt, which a lot of times as women we're taught to do, like, well, give the person the benefit of the doubt. And one thing Dr. Phil says is, no, you better not. If you don't know that person, do not give them the benefit of the doubt. You don't have any reason to think that they're being on the up and up with you. So we were talking, my friend and I were talking about, you know, what are you going to do moving forward? Because this guy lives in your building. 
you know, like you're going to see him. She was like, well, you know, should I just ignore him and be, you know, kind of real standoffish? So I was like, well, you could, but the downside to that is your other neighbors are going to see that behavior and they're going to be like, man, why is she being such a witch? You know, like you're going to look like the bad guy because they're not going to know any of this backstory. And, you know, she said, well, do you think I should um, say something to him about, you know, his being shady or whatever? I was like, no, don't say anything to him about it. And then she said, you know, do you think I should tell his wife? And I was like, oh, no, no, absolutely not. Because, you know, we don't know. She may know that her husband has a girl in every town. Um, but secondly, how that would most likely play out is, let's say you tell the wife. And the wife, obviously, she's going to go right to the husband. Like, you know, your, son, your neighbor contacted me and said, you've been asking her out and flirting with her. You know what he's going to say? Oh, that girl's crazy. She's a psycho. Everyone in, everyone in the building knows she's a psycho. I never asked her out. You know, she was hitting on me. You know, and he was just going to turn it around, I'm sure, and just make my friend look terrible. So, no, confronting people and doing all that, no. So what we decided would be the best thing to do is every time she sees him, keep it moving. Don't stop and talk. But when he says, you know, hey, how you doing? Or, hey, you look cute today. Be like, thanks, how's your wife doing? Thanks, tell her I said hi. And keep it moving. But always bring up his wife. Hey, how's so-and-so doing? Tell her I said hello. And smile, keep it moving. And, and, and the keep it moving thing is important. Why? Because, girl, you ain't got time to waste on a man who's a time waster. And I just told her, I said, every time you see him, because she was a little bit mum. She was like, oh, he's really cute. And I was really kind of hopeful. And, you know, now he's just shady. I was like, yeah. So every time you see him, don't let yourself feel disappointed. Every time you see him, let him, you know, if you see his car in the garage, if you see uh, him in person, every time you walk by his door, you use that as a reminder to yourself that he is a duplicitous, deceptive, dishonest, shady guy. And it's another great reminder, really for all of us, that just because you meet a guy and you're like, oh, he seems so nice, he has a great job, he's really cute, you know, he seems really cool, I found his profile on LinkedIn, he's legit. Listen, you've got to vet. You have to vet guys, okay? You have to really find out who they are. And a lot of times women, you know, we get that, those butterflies and, oh my God, I just know he's, he's my soulmate. I just know this is something special. Like, girl, you don't know anything. Your brain is hopped up on dopamine and oxytocin. And those chemicals in your brain do the exact same thing as cocaine. So that would be like, you go snort a couple of lines of coke and then start making major life decisions. And listen, you don't trust somebody just because he's really cute. He makes me feel tingly. That is not enough for someone to deserve your trust. Trust is to be earned. The reason that there are men who cheat and that there are men who are shady is because there's plenty of practice for them, okay? There's enough women out there who will fall for that or, the, or they'll get into it intentionally even. You know, the reason men cheat is because there are women who are willing to cheat with married men. The reason that guys are shady is because there are enough women who will kind of fall for it. So here's what I say. As soon as you know that someone is shady, don't entertain them, okay? Don't be friends with them. Don't engage with them. Don't give them the time. They're a time waster. They don't care about you. Like this guy, you know, he don't care about my friend. He was gonna use her. 
I'm going to tell you, I don't think he cares about his wife. Frankly, I think the only person in that interaction who does care about his wife is my friend. And they don't, they don't care about their own integrity. They don't care about their own honor. They don't care about the consequences of their behavior. I mean, that's really stupid. You're hitting on a girl in your same building and your wife comes to visit. How dumb are you? Especially when every person has a recording device in their pocket at all times. You know, because there are some women, they'll record stuff. And then when they confront your wife and you're like, well, she's a crazy psycho, you're like, mm, listen to this. Now, I don't condone that behavior. I'm just saying, in this day and age, if you're going to be shady, you better be careful. Part of having a wonderful life is learning how to keep shady guys out. And that's important because shady guys are always going to destroy your peace. They are always going to wreck your happiness and they're always going to completely destroy any ability that you have to feel content and secure. 100% of the time, that's what's gonna happen. Now, if you're in a place of vulnerability because you're coming out of a broken heart, then it can be really difficult to understand what these red flags are or if you're dealing with a shady guy. So you may wanna check out the ABCs of healing it's a free video where I show you how to get over heartbreak so you can move on with your wonderful life and really be happy. You can get that if you go to bit.ly forward slash ABCs of healing. And I want to know from you. Put in the comments, how do you deal with shady guys? Because, you know, we need to all learn from each other. Wonderful Life is a dialogue, not a monologue. And we want to hear from you. You can connect with us at wonderfullife.com. We post a new blog there every Friday. You may want to join our newsletter list. We have some cute merchandise there for you. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time right here on Wonderful Life.